Hello. And welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I, Dina. The podcast where we go through the select filmography of underrated actresses. Today we are tackling Frozen 2 with two very special guests, Ms. Ella Glabicki. Hey! <laughs> and Mr. Joey Pavanelli. Hello. And this is a movie that begins with, sorry, I, we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks and I've completely forgotten how to be a podcast host. So did you say the did, movie yet? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I usually say it after I introduce the guest. Okay, so True. this is written and directed by Chris Lee and Jennifer Buck. Uh, it's basically just about Elsa going on a journey to find her soul. Sorry, Begins... Sam. I think it's Jennifer Lee and Chris Buck. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Just so mind. the flame wars don't begin. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't want to get here. <laughs> so how does the movie begin, Sam? Samantha Prosser thinks that women are nothing more than the last name of their creative partner. <laughs> so it begins with King Alfred Molina uh, giving mm. the worst bedtime story I've ever seen to his kids. So it begins with like a flashback, right, of Elsa and Anna as kids and they're playing Enchanted Forest. Sure, and yeah, and their dad, uh, Alfred Molina, comes in and he tells the story about when he was a child, his country, Arendelle, tried to make peace with the uh, native indigenous tribe. And then at some point, randomly, the two countries just started fighting and battling. And then Alfred Molina watched his dad die. Mm-hmm. And the, it turns out that the fight like enraged the spirits, which is basically God. And the spirits turned against us all. And then it cuts to the spirits like breaking rocks over people's heads. Uh, and then when Alfred Molina came back home as a 12-year-old boy, he was king of Arendelle. And then he tells his kids to go to sleep. So would you have been able to go to sleep after hearing that story? No. No. Also, Alfred Molina? I had no idea. That's insane. Uh I thought it sounded like him for a second. I'm just obsessed with the fact that it was him. Well, then the mom tells us, sings a song about this magical river. I'm just going to say right off the bat, this this first five minutes is way more exposition than the entirety of frozen one. Yeah. So there's a lot to wrap your head around now. Yeah. We know. Yeah. It you felt guys... like they just recreated the entire thing. Like they just made up this complete backstory mm-hmm. that uh, didn't really like reveal anything new about frozen one. Yeah. Did you guys like frozen one? What are your thoughts on frozen one? Uh... I think I would like it if it was traditionally animated. I don't mean to be that guy, but mm-hmm. like, I don't mm-hmm. like the, aesthetic no, see, of the uh, modern this, Disney CGI. Mm-hmm. It looks like shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it does not. At the I beginning honestly, of Frozen 1, I was like, wow, these characters look like shit. At the beginning of this, I was like astonished. I was like, oh, like they really look like shit. Okay, sorry, Ella. <laughs> okay, but the animation is incredible in this movie. I okay, think that Ella was honestly, about to say something. Thank you, Sam. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I I thought that some of like the effects were cool. Like it kind of felt like fan like Elsa was like Mickey and Fantasia at some moments yeah. when she's like doing all her ice shit. I was like, okay, like major Mickey and Fantasia vibes. Like please nice don't. parallel to me. Yes, but please uh, living in constant fear of Mickey of uh, Mickey being replaced by Elsa. Anyways, <laughs> um, I also like really don't like the animations. I don't know what it is. Like I think it's because I 
was raised on the traditional like animated movies and I'm usually open to new things, but uh, I guess just not this. Something like the water looked really good. I felt like, yeah. you know, like yeah. some of like, uh, There's definitely well, some things, yeah. Just like I the think for sure of Elsa yeah. in particular. Um, I know what you mean because the thing is is that they make everything look very hyper realistic in this movie but then you see the character's face and you're like taken out of it kind of it's a little weird they don't really integrate it as well Um, but I really think that you can tell how much the technology has evolved since the first one came out like this one came out 2000 like 2019 and then right I think and then the first one's like 2013 like just their hair and the wet and like the, the the leaves i was like wow I'm, that's pretty impressive i'm so i'm so done with disney animators spending their entire budget on a character's hair and then not paying any attention to what their <laughs> face looks like like with merida see, it was oh you true. can see every strand of her hair i was like well her face looks like it was doodled by somebody in an intro to graphic design class taught by a mummy so also let's work on the story a little bit merida but whatever um, this movie though, I really enjoy, I think, um, I like that they made it, it's almost like they listened to people's complaints about the first movie, like as far as, um, diversity for one thing, a little bit, we have Sterling K. Brown and native people. <laughs> and then the other thing is Elsa's totally gay in this, even though she's not, doesn't say it. Yeah. And Wait, then did the you other say thing. Elsa's gay? I'm sorry. Elsa? Oh Yeah. I yeah. missed the. Okay, I missed that, but. No, I'm saying like no the more. the her arc is so like well, come out of the closet and be the yourself. Voice, and and plus the voice that she's hearing from the forest is Melissa Etheridge. Okay, <laughs> that all makes sense now. <laughs> wow, this has a whole new lens. Wow. This but then the other thing that I really like is that the whole movie is like about like reparations and like environmentalism too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it definitely I, seems like they tried to make <laughs> something like progressive and to like listen to people's complaints and they, they tried. They did. I, I yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess I was more, I was more uh, whelmed by it than you guys. I did. But... Well, no, like, like I liked Frozen 2 more than I liked Frozen 1. Um, mm. But I'm still kind of like if, I mean, I think that Arendelle should have just been drowned at the end. Yeah. If they're going yeah, to be true. like, oh, like our, our kingdom is going to fall to the ground because it belongs to the natives and, you know, that like our government betrayed them, then it's like Arendelle should fall. Then, yeah, like don't go yeah, back. Yeah, we should that. displace the colonizers. We should displace them. Yeah. That's true reparations, right? Yeah, Revenge. definitely. Revenge yeah. is the true form of justice, as we've learned. Um, but then also- I think if the, anything, yeah. At the at the end, I mean, it's all like peachy keen again. Like they're just like rich princesses again, right? Or queens. Well, Elsa I, gives her title to, we're jumping ahead, of course, we always do, but Elsa gives her title to Anna because she wants to go live in the woods and right. be a gay Native American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. She's she <laughs> she writes she writes Taylor Swift's albums from that <laughs> glacier. 
Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, so you like movie, this better, I, Sam? Yeah. Oh, but I don't think we got into how you guys felt about Frozen. Oh, TNT, true. Other than the animation. Had you seen it uh, a long time ago? It was my first watch. I like knew the music really well and stuff, but I somehow had never seen it, the first one. Um, wow. So you watched both yeah, of them to prepare? I watched them both, yeah. Nice. I was going to just watch two, but then I'm, I listened to a couple other episodes and I was like, wow, you guys go really in depth. So I'm like, got to get the full, <laughs> uh, full storyline here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. It was... The second one, I feel like, is more, like, mythology-driven, you know? And I like the first one more because it felt more like a traditional kind of, like, fairy tale, you know? Like, it's a very, like, clear objective of, like, Elsa as, like, kind of, like, the antagonist and stuff. So I think I like the first one a little more just because it felt less, like, exposition-y. For sure. There's a lot of stuff they try to layer into it. For, there was in a lot one. of exposition I... in here. There was a scene where Olaf tried to summarize all of Frozen 1 that oh, I yeah. thought was, <laughs> I thought it was funny, but not entirely necessary. Mm-hmm. It was long. Olaf that part, is... but it was funny. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't... Olaf takes the, sorry, what, Ella? I was like, he does it in the first movie too, right? He, that's his like shtick. Yeah, he's always saying things i feel like in this one summarizing things um i feel like he follows the classic disney sidekick like trope in this of like the sidekick becomes even more grating in the second one (laughs) i feel like that's a thing that happens all the time like it was funny the first time but then it's like oh why are you still here you know yeah i was i was into it when he died I was into that, yeah. Although that was very, I so this was my second watch of Frozen Two. I watched it last year, and I didn't remember much except that he died, and that was very intense for some reason. Yeah, I like it when Disney like leans into the intensity. I think that I read somewhere that Bambi was how a lot of kids like learn about death, and that the movies help with that because they don't like try to. I don't know. They don't say that the dad goes to heaven or whatever. It just kind of sits and deals with it. So then at the end of this, when Olaf came back, I was like, come on. Yeah, it's the classic. Were they really going to kill Olaf? Yeah, if they killed Mufasa, then yes, they were going to kill Olaf. (laughs) Olaf sells more toys, so they can't kill him, you know? But then they do because they... Mufasa plushie. (laughs) I mean, imagine how many more toys they would have sold if they would Mm -hmm. have killed him, though. Oh, and yeah. then everyone can make a little Olaf shrine in their house. Like, oh, Olaf yeah. in memoriam. we miss you, Olaf. Personally, I, I wouldn't mind executing Josh Gad. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I oh, love Olaf. On, I'm an unapologetic. Honestly, Olaf yeah. Fan. I don't know. Understand like Olaf should talk because I, I think he's really cute. I like him. I mean, I think honestly, right. and he's saying all this. To me, Olaf and the reindeer are like the two things that made this uh, an enjoyable movie for me. And Adina Menzel. Oh, don't forget the fire lizard. I love the fire lizard. He's so cute. Mm -hmm. I do love that little guy. Obsessed with the gay fire lizard. Played by Leah Delaria of Orange is the New Black. Wait, what? No, I just was saying a gay person. (laughs) First gay person that comes to mind. Yeah. (laughs) That's good to know. Imagine Um, if the lizard opened its mouth and it was like, hey. Like, hey, I'm Leah Delaria. Uh huh. From Orange is the New Black. <laughs> From Orange is the New Black. Do you remember feet. that episode where my dog ate me out? <gasps> Did that happen? 
There is an episode of Orange is the New Black where Leah Delaria gets eaten out by a dog. Like in her flashback? No, like she puts peanut butter on her pussy and the dog eats her out. Like, I'm literally not kidding. It's like, it's like season one, episode three. Why though? Because she is like, um, she has like a, she has like a thing. She's playing with the dog and she has like a support dog and she puts a bunch of peanut butter on a spoon and is having the dog lick it off. And then she's like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. And then puts peanut butter on her (laughs) vagina and then it like fades out. Um, and that's the only thing that I think about when I think of her. I'm glad we're thinking about. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about this with the Frozen episode. Oh yeah, for sure, kid friendly. <laughs> yeah, all the kids are gonna listen to this one. So yeah, there have been nine year olds all across America waiting for the Tony Collette podcast, <laughs> the Tony Awards, to come back <laughs> to cover Frozen two and talk about peanut butter pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like screaming at their parents right now. <laughs> in anticipation we were voted uh top kid podcast of 2021 uh-huh. congrats you guys That's preemptively so nice. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing um, um so what else uh those are the plot um so okay so it opens with a song some things never change which i liked i thought it's cute oh i hated it's, that song it's Olaf grappling with existentialism and wondering what the point of life is. And Anna's like, well, the point is that you and I are friends. And then it goes to Jonathan Groff talking to his reindeer about how he wants to propose to Anna. Uh, and then I think Adina Menzel is singing to some. She does. I she, still yeah. I still hate the device where Jonathan Groff speaks for his reindeer, even though apparently it's like a Native American thing. Ah, which now really? makes me feel horrible but well, oh, yeah. he... an invented character trait about a race that those added later <laughs> makes you feel bad yeah because uh, he's talking to Jason Ritter and he's like oh you also speak for your reindeer and he's like yeah we all do we know what they're thinking mm-hmm. or maybe it's just Jason Ritter's character was was there a little bit of like like oh i don't see color going on in the meshing of the races or was it not like was it like you mean how they didn't know that their mother was part of the indigenous tribe we probably should say indigenous because it takes place in like europe but yeah it takes place in arendelle they Mm -hmm. are so they're so white i'm so confused of why their parents are white and they're white and then they're... It's like an Elizabeth Warren situation. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was real. She's but from, if it was real. She's actually from the North Aldra tribe near Arendelle. Originally. What if? What if that was what inspired her? She like saw this, she saw this storyline coming from a mile away and she's like, that's it's exactly what happened to me. She's actually that's a co-writer like that that's like something that's like something that Marianne Williamson would have said during the primary when Warren said that she was a Native American. Marianne would have been like, and I I am from the indigenous tribe of Frozen 2, known as North <laughs> from the tribe of love. Mary and Williamson like, just like it would have been like when she showed Israel Avatar. Stepped like smacks in one's face. <laughs> she definitely has uh ice powers, Mary and Williamson. Yeah. Uh, Among many others, I'm sure. I want to watch Frozen 2. I really Marianne like the Williamson. ice. Oh my god, like <laughs> tripping. Yeah. yeah, that too. I um, I think Elsa's powers. I like the way they evolved in this movie. Like, I really like the um, kind of how she can literally do anything. That's kind of fun. 
like she can just create (laughs) she create obviously we saw her create like a gown um in the first movie and a castle but then now she can like create like you know boats and horse reins and uh um she can do everything she can do everything except play charades exactly oh my god that was actually a really funny scene she gets triggered in the beginning because someone says ice and then she i was like come on i thought i thought that it was going to be that the card says like mother and she's like oh i lost my mother at a young age and then she like i thought that it was like her mother's voice that she was hearing it is she was yeah, and then she, well, it's at, like, the singing voice that she hears is oh, it's somebody named Aurora. Voice. Right, it's Melissa Etheridge's Well, yeah, it's, it's the artist Aurora, but it's also yeah. her mother. Okay, yeah, so I... <laughs> but it's also the spirit. I think, I, think it, I, I think that the card should have said mother. Ready? And then she sings the Oscar-nominated song "Into the Unknown," which is not the best song, and I don't know why they put that one up yeah, for us. I think stupid. I think the best song is "Show Yourself." Just right off the bat, that's a great song. Um, all the other ones are forgettable to me. Um, that's the one thing I think the first movie is better at. Definitely is the music. Yeah. Um, the songs in the first movie are so much catchier than this. Like I don't even sing. I'm not the only thing I sing walking away from this movie is what I just sang. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, how she's just randomly belting in the forest always. Oh, I, lo- I mean, I love that that gave Adina more songs, though. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, first, she's not like she's obviously like in Frozen One, but rewatch it. I rewatched Frozen One for this podcast, and she actually wasn't in that. I mean, she was the main character, yeah. but she wasn't in that much of it. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's more. Anna, it's more on a focus for sure. This one's kind of equal. No, I would say Elsa's actually more of a lead here, but she gets all the, I mean, Adina, I think her performance is really good. Like very like, it's a little jarring in the first one, hearing her voice coming out of like a blonde, tiny princess. It's still jarring. It's still still jarring, but I think she's more like, everything she says is more like chilled out in this one. Did you, did you notice? I kind of feel like the Elsa face animation, um, got a little bit more wacky at points, I think, to like correlate with some of the things yes. that Adina was doing. No, I literally wrote that down. I wrote, what did I write? Like my one note I wrote was like, Elsa's face quivers with Adina's vibrato. Yeah. Because yeah. it literally does. <laughs> like at one point she just goes like, ah, and like you see Elsa's chin like jiggle. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm you sorry, keep but keep up with it. She's got to keep up with it. Their mother's name is Queen Iduna in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know Iduna that was Menzel. the first thing I said when they when I they said Iduna in the movie. I was like, Joey, rewind that. They just said Iduna. <laughs> I swear they just said Iduna. Rewind it, and I was like, Adina? and I. It's it's they like did it on purpose. It's Queen Iduna, and then the king is like King Agnar. So cool. They're like, our names are Agnar and Iduna, and we're going to name our kids Anna and Elsa. Adele. Sure thing. Adele Nazim. Well, you know how like, Ep- Adele Nazim, you know how like in Epcot, 
in the Norway section, they have a frozen ride and it's kind of offensive. <laughs> Wait, how is it offensive? Oh, because, because it's not Norway. Arendelle's it's not real. Norway. Yeah. It's not like they have a little, little mermaid in the den, Denmark land. Although, do they even have a Denmark land? I don't know. They yeah. do give Hans Christian Andersen a shout out in this movie. Did you notice? No, no I didn't I notice not, that. No. Oh, and when she's like in the ice world and he's seeing all the people in the past, someone's like, hey, you heard about this new Danish author? interesting every time they were in like a setting i was like ooh, like whenever elsa went into the water i was like wow this is so little mermaid right now and then when anna and olaf were in the cave i was like oh, where's the genie and then you know, none of it happened <laughs> Yeah, wow. I was thinking of theme parks the whole time too. I just, just, I just kept thinking of Fantasia. That's it. Yeah, see, Disney knows they got you in the fields with whatever they put up there. Yeah, <laughs> with their they, next yeah. product. <laughs> they are running. They currently own like fifty percent of all media companies, so or more than that. So we'll see. Yeah. So Adina is talking to um, the the voice of Melissa Etheridge and. The spirits get like agitated and make everybody evacuate the castle. So Anna and Elsa and Kristoff and Olaf uh, go into Sven. the Enchanted Forest and Sven, who I'm in a fight with. And they like, speak for yourself. So anyway, they go into the Enchanted Forest, they get trapped there and they're like, well, I guess we're just here until we figure out what the deal is with these spirits. Uh, they run into the soldiers of Arendelle and of the indigenous tribe, which have been frozen in time ever since yeah. they were fighting. Ever since Anna and Elsa's parents were kids. Yeah. Sterling K. Brown is like, what's up with my girlfriend? And Anna's like, oh, she never got married. And he's like, cool. And then hits on her when he, spoiler alert, gets out of the enchanted forest <laughs> at the end. They gave him um, such a nothing role in this movie. It is kind of a nothing role and a lot, I feel like kind of a lot of nothing happens in this movie. We get a really cool power ballad from Jonathan Groff when he gets separated it's from like Anna. It's 90s, there's like the electric guitar and then like the, mm. the reindeer does sing in it. It's like so, a 50-50 yeah. split between Lost in the Wilderness from Children of Eden and I Am the One from Next to Normal. And something from Into the Woods. Probably something from Into the Woods. Also, like, it's so funny because they, like, don't let him sing in the first movie, which is so funny because he's Jonathan Groff. Mm-hmm. But I, I could have I done without that song, to be honest. I could have done without the song. I think that Kristoff is, like, a nice character. You want to date him? Um, no. <laughs> Why not? Does Ella want to date him? Um, sorry, can't say right now. Um, <laughs> no, okay, honestly, I do. I, I guess I do appreciate that they made him like vulnerable and like a little embarrassed and like not smooth or slick. Like he's really not yeah. that put together. Um, but they also just played it up way too much where I was like, I, I, they're not subtle about anything. They just like hammer you over the head with like the, the point they're trying to make. And, um, they, 
it it got a little grating. I was just yeah. like, dude, just make a move. Like he just grated me. <laughs> like, yeah. He grated you. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird watching like a kid's movie because um I'm like part of me wants to be like you can't ask for subtlety from a kid's movie but then it's like there was one man who was able to do that and his name was howard ashman bitch so clearly it's doable um yeah i mean i don't know i mean he he just grapples with the age-old question that all children watching movies think about is how to propose to my girlfriend (laughs) <laughs> I was like, why is this such an I was like, why are why is marriage such an issue in every Disney movie? Every right, it's like when people he, are gonna get married. Yeah, like, even what is when it's he? not going well. Like they they always have to bring it back to marriage. And I I mean I think it's just the family thing. Like Disney is the number one family company, like the theme parks family, they just drill that in nonstop. So yeah. of course it has to be the main thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. why isn't Christoph focusing on the environmentalism and the reparations in the movie? Like, he's only hearing about <laughs> marrying his straight girlfriend. Yeah, there's like plenty of other like animated movies from other production companies that had, don't like paint family or marriage in a great way. And like, whether they're for kids or not, I don't know. But like, some of them, yeah, it doesn't yeah. always have to be about family. At least Elsa doesn't yeah. ever have uh, doesn't need feel the need to get married, even though she. He um, had a girlfriend, but that's much, I guess. Well, she just gay. has a horse, like all great lesbians do. <laughs> she's gay. I wonder if that would be illegal in Arendelle. Like, oh my god! She, she makes the laws. <laughs> oh my god! It's a fantasy world, so. <laughs> well, it's Norway. Um, <laughs> the fake land of Norway. Um, Googling of gay marriage is legal in Norway. <laughs> Probably right. They're pretty. Um, sure, remember it's Olaf, Norway, right? Gay marriage, from, Norway from college. Yes, who could forget oh, yeah. Olaf from college? Did we talk about him on the last Frozen episode? We might I think have. We did. Oh yeah, gay marriage has been legal in Norway since January two thousand nine. Yes, Norway. Well, yeah, they are. Go Norway. I I just question Arendelle. Yes. And it's also like vaguely medieval, even though they have photographs. Yeah. Interesting. That was interesting. Hmm. Hmm. So anyway, they're in the forest and then uh so a lot of shit happens. Oh, and then they meet with the you know, they have like a you know, another Disney movie this reminded me of Pocahontas. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should even say that. But um, Pocahontas should have, yeah, ended with uh, the public Pocahontas execution is, oh, of <laughs> Christopher Robin or whatever his name was. Johnson. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> they should have hung him up on a cross. Robin. Yeah. Are you yeah, saying you know Winnie the Pooh is problematic? What? Wait, which one? Pocahontas. Oh, I just said, you know, it's not remaking that one in live action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They will never do that, hopefully. We're going I, to remake Pocahontas and we're going we're to make, make all the characters the same age. Pocahontas <laughs> is going to be 12 and John Smith's going to be 50 and it's going to be great. It's going to offer viewers a real intimate look on grooming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you know what, though? Can we talk about the best scene in the movie? Yeah. Um, all of Show Yourself scene 
like when she's running into the water and like riding the horse I think that was just animated so like that's like such mm-hmm. a beautiful scene like and then she starts she lets her hair down and she starts singing to her her mystical mom and then another amazing Elsa outfit reveal happens which is great and I always love those that's my favorite part of the first movie yeah so I love that scene do you know Elsa's movements were modeled after Martha Graham? Shut up. Don't tell me. I that. read that it on true? Wikipedia. <laughs> now that's I hate so, it. That's so uh, that's that I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know Elsa's movements were modeled after Hala Strauss. <laughs> <laughs> oh I could see it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that I can see. Hala Strauss arrives to her freshman year movement class and she's like ah. I had a fantastic summer. I did modeling. Well, I think it needs to be canon that she's gay somewhere. I hope it, it maybe they'll do it in the next be. couple it of years. You guys listen to that. Zoom in, uh, zoom in, zoom in on her nails and see uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're cut to the bone. <laughs> she also, yeah, no, it's going to be like JK Rowling in like a couple years. It's going to be like, oh, by the way, Elsa's gay. Yeah. Um, they're going to come gonna, out and be like first gay Disney princess ever. And then it's going to be like, by the way, Sven detransitioned and is now hateful of the trans movement. Yes. Sven. <laughs> full of full JK Rowling. Um, you know what, though? If they ever have a gay Disney princess, they're going to have to have an asterisk next to it because Elsa's clearly the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not the first. Let's think. Are any other ones gay? Belle is not yeah. straight. I mean, she's attracted to the animals. I was going to say, like, <laughs> wait. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's homophobic. No, I'm not straight, but I just mean she's not, like, traditionally inclined, is all I'm saying. She <laughs> can see it. It's, it's a fetish. She has maybe yeah. a fetish. She's kink. But... No bell at pride. No bell at pride. Do you think, I think, okay, which do you think that we're going to get first? Uh, canonically gay or bicurious Disney princess? Because I feel like Disney is going to try to pull one over on us and have a princess who's like, ooh, maybe, and then think that that counts. And we're all going to have to be like, no, it doesn't count. Well, it's probably going to follow the route that every single queer uh, representation goes, which is a white man first um, is going to be gay. And then it's going to be a white woman. And then it's going to trickle down. But you know what? They had, I saw on Disney Plus when I was... um, watching the movie today they have a pride section so it's a few things on there they have a howard ashman documentary fun oh uh, is that also, um waking sleeping beauty no it's called howard it, oh okay but i love waking sleeping beauty um but uh i think it's interesting because i was like i know disney is like leaning towards being like woke and stuff but they had to fully buy every single other company before they felt comfortable enough yeah. to not lose money from doing that which is kind of annoying but whatever and i mean at literally everyone watches disney like no matter like who you voted for or what you think you watch disney so well now that they have marvel they have fox they have star wars everything everything. and i guess like they can have like maybe they can have like a little section of that where they're like oh like this is our pride friendly and like also people are silly and they don't understand that fox and marvel they're all disney yeah. So they, yeah. they, you know, they don't get it. Um, I think that it, I kind of think Fox is like the yeah. corporate sad. Ex- I don't know. Like they're not really, I don't think they're really inclusive. 
Yeah. No, I, th- I kind of think that um, that Pixar might do it first, to be honest, because they're more yeah. at the cutting edge or whatever. With yeah. Did you see that they, Luca movie that just came they out? They did CGI when no one else would. Is that just an adaptation of Calling by Your Name or what? It was pretty much that, <laughs> yeah, but with uh, a mermaid. Literally, <laughs> a Times, Times in their review of it called it Calamari Me by Your Name. Ah! <laughs> That is so good. Wow. I thought that one is was it? a little gay, actually. Oh, yeah. They didn't, like, is, say it, but, like, it was, it was, like, a gay Why don't good. they just say it? Just say yeah. it. Yeah. Literally. Just, come on. Everyone's ready. You know what? How many times, like, you watch literally all these uh, straight princess prince couples open mouth kiss in every single Disney movie growing up. It's so funny. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 I just remember like watching that. I was like, ooh, what is this that I'm feeling inside? <laughs> 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 like, you know, all, like Ariel them. and Eric, they go like, yeah. <laughs> that happened. They go, no, they, they open yeah, wedding. Out. It's like, made nice. out. Yeah. I think, I think that was my first uh, experience to a make out. I, I'm pretty sure I watched Little Mermaid and I was like, oh, when you kiss somebody, like one of your lips goes in between their lips. It got that specific. It can. That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but it is possible to do that. Well, I found out when I watched The what Little think- Mermaid. I wonder who invented the making out. The French, I think. Yeah, what freak got it? <laughs> what'd you say i just I think, said what I thought, freak would get into that like you know like making your mouth open disgusting. to someone else disgusting so the gross. only holes the only holes that you should be putting together is buttholes <laughs> that was the original gay sex is people would just bump butts it's it's hard to put the holes together though isn't it <laughs> well yeah i mean like There's... yeah do you do you have to spread your cheeks <laughs> yes but if you're really gay it's gonna be worth it <laughs> what what is that one thing that one will open up to accept the, that's from the office never mind i'm not gonna say that right now yeah so it is frozen. from the office <laughs> it's from <laughs> how do you think elsa has lesbian sex do you think she i think she just hears <laughs> melissa etheridge's voice and just like goes at it like with mm-hmm. her with her nice hands her yeah. nice hands. Oh, her ice hands. <laughs> her, her nice ice uh, trimmed hands. I think she conjures a sex toy out of ice. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uses like that. those Twilight dildos they always used to joke about. Mm-hmm. You like, we made those in college, Sam. We, we did. I, we did fill a, a, a condom with water and then put it in the freezer. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Sober times at 55. <laughs> no one used it, by the way. I mean, <laughs> we could ask Gina, but hopefully no one used it. Use it as an ice cube after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just one pink ice cube. In the condoms. So. Mm-hmm. Near the end, when Elsa comes back to life and she comes back like through the ocean uh yeah. it weirdly it looks like she has on jeans under her dress 
She does have jeans on. Yeah. She has like like blue I legs. It that. looks like it looks very denim. Jeggings. They're actually jeggings because mm-hmm. you need to ride a horse. Actually, <laughs> when you ride a water horse, you have to wear jeggings. Yeah. <laughs> she really looked like Jesus coming. She back. really did. Yeah. Did I wonder if the the Christian right had problem with um, also running running on water all the time. Oh, oh yeah, I thought of that too. I was like, okay, so she's Jesus. Um, yeah. But she is, she's literally the God figure there because she was the fifth piece needed to complete the, yeah. the whatever yeah. it was, but she was the key to it all. So she's God. Yeah, she's right. a Christ and figure Anna's like, for sure. Anna's like, you're God. Oh, cool. Okay, <laughs> you're Jesus. Cool. <laughs> And then it cuts to black. Immediately, we're faced with a Panic at the Disco cover of Into the Unknown. (laughs) Which, who? Immediately. 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 No warning. No trigger warning at all. I screamed. (laughs) I was like, Pete, what are you doing here? Into the Unknown! Into the Unknown! My cat's staring at me. <laughs> uh, I feel so, like Dis- oh, go ahead. Go. No. Oh, Disney always does that at the end of their movies where they put in like a pop cover of like one of the songs like at the end. And I don't know. Is it like supposed to get people like excited or like. I think it's yeah. supposed to get people to leave the theater. Yeah. Why else would Demi Lovato have sung yeah. Let It Go? No, yeah, the first movie ends and immediately it's Let It Go! Like no intro, just like screaming fully. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I so love Let have... It Go. That song holds up. It's it just does. Defying Gravity. Literally. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. near as good as Defying Gravity, but they were like, I don't know how they wrote that song, but they were like Adina, like Defying Gravity, like let's I know. let's make another. Does she <laughs> sing those live still? Like I can I don't know how she does it. Does she do it properly or does she lower the key probably? I what I spend so much of my life wondering how she keeps her voice like that. How she just keeps going. I saw a clip she's of a, her singing Life of the Party in like 2009 and she opted out of almost every belting note and every high note (laughs) (laughs) just in the entire song within the same like three note range maybe she needed to save it for frozen maybe (laughs) my asthmatic goddess love an asthmatic queen we only have one more adina episode yeah it's uncut gems and then we're done that'll be fun Wait, who are we doing next? Have we do- we need to decide. We do have to talk about it, yeah. Because that's very soon. Mm-hmm. Here on the Tony Awards, we think so. do... <laughs> uh, here on the Tony Awards, we give three awards to everything we watch, the first of which is best prop. So, Joey, what was your best prop? Um, I, I think it was uh, the giant glacier that has the voice coming from it. Yeah. Just what about you? Really Ella? spoke to me. Oh. You know? <laughs> um, it went, I, ah! <laughs> I think it has to be like the 
I mean, what even is a prop in an animated movie? I mean, what even is a prop here? It's all like ice and whatever, but I, I think it's this, <laughs> it's this, it's a statue of the parents, like in love. I just thought that was yeah. um, very I mean, cute. I didn't really think it was cute. I just thought it was <laughs> stupid. It was a prop. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was stupid, so it's the best problem. <laughs> uh, my best prop um, was the fire lizard. What about you, Jake? Um, mine is going to be the wardrobe, actually, because specifically, I thought it was... Um, I don't know if it had as iconic of looks as the first movie, like, but I think they were really well done and like very intricate, like the, the clothes and they kept to the color scheme. And I really liked um, Anna's, uh, I liked Elsa's transformation dress and I liked Anna's queen gown at the end with a nice little edgy cape. I thought that was fun. Olaf oh. uh, commenting that he doesn't wear clothes. That was good too. That was fun. <laughs> I realized near the end that Anna and Elsa were both in heels, like for that entire forest journey. And I thought that that was ridiculous. No, when you see, uh, when you see Elsa running up to the edge of that like chasm and she's in her like ice heels and then she's like, I'm going to jump in. Like, (laughs) I love it. Give the girls a break. Give them some flats. Give them some boots. I'm sorry. If you're animated, if you're an animated woman, I'm going to be sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I wear heels the whole time because it's just like so inspiring. These girls are on ice. They're singing. They're dancing. They're literally going through a, ma- a forest. To, they're traversing like, a their, cave. To find their grandparents or whatever. And they're in heels on ice. That's a but whole you know Elsa can create. Franchise. You know Elsa can create ice uh, Tempur-Pedic heels. Come on. Yeah. Or whatever uh-huh. they're called. Like the inline inline. <laughs> the inline oh, Dr. Scholes. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, the next award is Best Adina Moment. So Ella, what was yours? It's very simple. It's uh walking through the forest. Ah, or whatever, however that went. Um it's it's just her belting through the forest, like yeah, no subtlety. Just go off, Queen. What about you, Joey? Um, wait, so is Into the Unknown the one where she like singing in like the mansion, right? Yeah. She's like walking the halls. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely that ha- that long hallway walk just seemed to perfectly embody her, you know? While her face is going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What about you, Jake? Um, all of Show Yourself. I love that song. I listen to it actually sometimes a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's just so powerful. Like when she sees her mom and she's crying and she's like, I'm gay. <laughs> uh, my best Adina moment was when they were playing charades and Sven hands her like the bucket of cards and she very solemnly goes, Thank you. <laughs> He has no idea how to have fun. Uh, next <laughs> award is a custom award. It can go to anything you want. So, Joey, what was yours? Um, can can you skip me first? Yes, Ella. What was yours? Okay. Uh, mine that I I just decided what it was going to be. Um, this during this taping, it is least most problematic sequel. 
that's a good one. Jake, what was care, yours? To, care to elaborate on that? Yeah. I, I mean, they, <laughs> they, I don't know, like, did it come close to cultural appropriation, like with the natives and then like the, the well, like the white, like the girls were white. Like it's super weird. Yeah. It seems like the backstory was super phoned in. Like they were definitely listening, but it didn't. I mean, who am I to say? I don't know, but it, it, it was just seems un- ingenuine. Like they just made up all of this backstory that has nothing to do with like Frozen One or like you literally couldn't see coming, and they just have to like play catch up. Like, oh, this is why she did this. This is why she did this. It's all this backstory that they just made up so they could seem like they're with it but also it just falls flat i don't know who am i to say i i don't know and it's also like why even bring up that question if at the end you're just kind of like i don't know it seemed like it worked out though (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly like they don't really end on like a strong like stance or statement yeah like yeah, I don't know, like happy feet. Like I feel like ended on like this like strong statement or something. It, which like is that. which is cut your plastic rings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, but yeah, I just felt like it didn't go. If they wanted to do that, like just actually go for it, or and don't don't make it that they were native or I'm sorry, indigenous. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jake? Um, mine custom award is going to you sam for your outstanding cameo in this film when olaf is walking in the woods and says samantha (laughs) and then he goes i don't even know a samantha i was like yes you do olaf i'm right here and then he says it then he looks in a hole and goes samantha Mm -hmm, and that hole was me did you feel seen (laughs) i felt very seen uh, my custom award was worst prop, and it goes to Elsa's purple eyeshadow. No, come on. It was a lot. It was. She's upsetting. going through her phase. It. Mm, it's you're a queen. She. <laughs> I like no, she's it. Jesus. I want to see like a like a Claire's like queen. <laughs> I want that. I like it. Uh, Joey, do you have a custom award? Yeah. Yet? So I'm gonna give the Greatest Showman Lifetime Achievement Award to Olaf. Because you know what? I love his songs. They're so, <laughs> they just remind me of that old school, like Rodgers and Hammerstein, very throwbacky. So I just appreciate that. And I hope the snowman can continue to be the showman in the future. Amazing. <laughs> uh, Jake, your favorite yes. thing that we've watched so far for this podcast has been Frozen. Is Frozen 2 better than Frozen? Um, no, but okay. collectively, I love them both. And I, I was watching this today and I said, I'm a frozen stan. I admit wow. it. I admitted it to myself. Wow. I'm actually right as soon as we get off here, I'm going to go blast show yourself in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> Impressive. Uh, so it looks like that is everything we've had to cover for the podcast. Um, do you guys have anything to plug before we head on out? Ooh, to plug, like, yeah. Um, upcoming, like something. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like what you're working on. Follow jpeg.productions on Instagram and there's going to be some fun short films and other things and hopefully a live show this year. So hell yeah. Keep an eye out. Yeah. Look, Sam, people are actually having plugs again. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Nature is healing. (laughs) Hail Paymon. Do you guys have any plugs? 
Oh, no. No. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you. Oh, Thanks so wait, much. Yeah, have no, the best wait. time. Thank you for having us. That was super fun. Oh, thank you thank for you. coming on. No. All right. Bye.